Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are going to talk about one of Abby's favorite subjects. Mm, yes. We're going to talk Bring about it on. boundaries. Talking about boundaries. boundaries. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, like, didn't even realize. I, they like, so important because people are like, I can't take it anymore. I've got nursing aversion or I'm so touched out. I'm going crazy. And I was really hoping to make it to, like, two years, but I just can't. And what you need are some boundaries. Some boundaries. And this is what I was just about to say to Diane before we came on was, it's so hard to transition to thinking about boundaries because you spend all of this time learning about breastfeeding on demand. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, just breastfeed, whatever they need, just put a boob in their mouth, whatever. You know, it's the best thing for everything. And it's true. It's like you have to really wrap your head around breastfeeding on demand. And then suddenly, you and your child have to start to wrap your head around boundaries. And it's like the complete opposite of breastfeeding on demand. Right. So it's usually a really big struggle. A big struggle for both people. Everyone involved, I'll say, the whole family. Right. It's it's really hard. Well, you don't want to, like, there's that whole horrible piece to, I don't want to say no to my child. I hate oh, saying totally. no to my child. I hate my, do- my child crying. I don't want, you know, I don't want to hurt them. Like, nobody wants that to happen. And they're going to be upset when they don't get what they want. That's just the way it is. But no, yeah. And you, and you, and you, again, with the like breastfeeding on demand, you work so hard to do that. And you become, and usually moms have worked really hard. They've, you know, they've gone through tons and tons of problems. And, you know, the last thing they would ever do is say no to breastfeeding because it's become a part of you. It's become, usually for a breastfeeder, it's become such a big part of your identity. Mm-hmm. And now, you're expected to say no. And it's like, how could I possibly do that to this child? And like breastfeeding has become everything to this child. And now I'm going to start saying no. And I have like the perfect person that I went through this with because I have a super duper, highly sensitive sensory issue, six and a half year old (laughs) who, when he was about to turn three, he had a baby brother. And his mommy didn't know anything about boundaries. I was like the queen. I was breastfeeding on demand this almost three-year-old. It never, ever occurred to me to, to set boundaries with him. And so then his brother is born, and I'm breastfeeding a newborn, and then he's on me all the time, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this is a little too much. And, you know, it, it was like, the, if I, I don't have, you know, I don't like to have regrets because, you know, what's the point? Mm-hmm. But one thing I do regret about tandem nursing and all of that stuff is not setting boundaries sooner so that he wouldn't have gone through adjusting to a sibling and adjusting to boundaries at the same time. Because it was really traumatic. And, you know, I have a friend who, when she started to get, you know, like kind of touched out, and I think she got pregnant too, she... um her daughter would ask to nurse and then she would just kind of distract her with those little mandarin oranges. She's like, Oh, let's just have an orange. And like, it was totally seamless. The girl was just like, Oh, okay. Wow. These are good. You know? And, and it was like, it was totally fine. The complete opposite happened in my house. It was a complete disaster. 
uh, to, you know, I can't go on all day about how disastrous it was, but I will tell you that Jack cried one day so hard and for so long that he threw up. Oh my gosh. That's how extreme it was. I don't think that it could have gotten any more chaotic for anybody than it was in my house. And we got through it. You know, there was tears and lots of, you know, lots of stress and tears on everyone's part. But like him crying was it was torture. It was absolute torture. Now, how old was Exley at this point? Born. Just born. Well, he was just born. And so then I was like, I was talking to my friend, another friend. Who was like, yeah, she had a her she had had a baby like maybe like a year before, and she was like, oh yeah, oh my god, and so she talked to me a lot about the boundary thing, and that was the first time that I ever really started to think about how we could keep breastfeeding, but it needed to happen differently. You know, mm-hmm. like it it couldn't continue to be the way it was. It couldn't just be on demand. I couldn't take it. And he was nursing all the time. A lot of times people get to, a lot of kids get to that age and they're not nursing a lot. And he is just a sensitive guy. He nursed a lot until he weaned, you know, weaned a few months ago during this, you know, the, the life of this podcast. Yeah. He weaned. Um, and so he, by, at that time he was, he was nursing many, many, many times a day and at night. And so it was a real crazy struggle. And so one of my favorite things is to just like kind of talk about break down what we did. Yeah. And I told Diana, I was like, I don't even know if I could do this in one episode because there's so much that I want people to know. And I think I love how we call it boundaries or how you call it boundaries because you never hear people call it that. You know, you hear people say, oh, I'm going to cut them off or, oh, we're going to wean or, oh, we're going to do this or, oh, I have to say no. And it's not, it's not about like being some strong dictatorship of a family. It's about right. creating healthy boundaries that are good for everybody. And it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. And you're going to need it your whole parenting life, right? I mean, you're always going to have to create some kind of boundary for your child. Always. Yeah. And, 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 you, and, you've, and you have started to do that. You, you just don't, you haven't related it mm-hmm. to breastfeeding yet, but you have. You're taught by this time, we're talking about boundaries. We're not talking about, a three-month-old baby. Right. No. You cannot set breastfeeding boundaries with a three-month-old baby. That's mm-hmm. the time where you're wrapping your brain around breastfeeding on demand. When you get to, like, around, I would say, like, even a year is still really young. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's still young. I mean, I you're going to have to, like, obviously every mom's going to have to gauge, like, where they are um, when they when they need this and how, how appropriate it is for the age. I mean, like, under one is, like, a no-go. Like, if you're struggling, sorry, we can, we can help you, but something other than really like a lot of boundaries. I mean, maybe like a 10 month old, you know, you're just like not in the mood. You need to ask them to wait for a little while. Like that's different, you know, but like really, really setting in like the real boundaries and trying to come up with like a real detailed kind of schedule and all the things that you're going to do. That's going to be a little bit later. And... I don't know where I was going with that. But, but yeah. <laughs> you have to like be able to talk to your child about it. Oh, and why it's happening. Yeah. 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 So you have started to set boundaries. You you haven't done that. But your child starts to get to be about a year old or 18 months. They're hitting you. Mm-hmm. They're throwing things. They're doing things that you're saying, 
okay, you know, sweetheart, I ups- I understand you're mad, but you can't hit me. Or, you know, even with the twiddling, you know, a lot of moms were like, you know, the baby will stick their hand down the other, try to like twiddle your other nipple. Ugh. I mean, that is just a freaking no-go for like so many moms. <laughs> right. And so you really have, you. that's a boundary that you're setting. And you don't think about that maybe as it translates to breastfeeding, but like there are ways that you're setting boundaries all the time with your child. Mm-hmm. And so now it's time to just think about bringing that into the breastfeeding relationship. And if it, you know, it feels scary because you're like, I don't, you know, I don't want to take this thing away. But that's the great thing about boundaries is this is how you get to keep breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. If you need to, again, I was at three years with my, my son and I had never even thought about boundaries. I was just like, this is just how it is, blah, you know, and it didn't come up until I actually felt like I needed it. So if you don't feel like you need it, that's fine. But if you feel like you need it, then this is how, you know, you just hear it all the time. Like, I don't want to wean, but I can't take it anymore. Right. Okay. Well, here, there's, this is the, this is the answer. We're holding the answer. We are. We have the key. <laughs> we have the magical yeah. golden right. key to yeah. freedom. So I'm going to go through um, some things that I did. Should I do that? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So what I started to do was started to think about breastfeeding as a thing that I did at certain times during the day that had that went on for a certain amount of time you know when you start you got to start to like kind of like bring your head into this like compartmentalizing of it so maybe you start to just kind of pay attention like okay well they seem to breastfeed every morning when we wake up every you know like a couple hours later when we're sitting in the chair or you know whatever you start to see all of these nursing sessions and then they also have a duration of time that they go on for so pick one you know pick one not the one falling to sleep at night not the one waking up in the morning those tend to be like the the ones that are the hardest those are like the last ones those are the last to go absolutely but maybe you know you know whatever afternoon you know you're you're frazzled you're like starting to feel hungry whatever and your child always wants to nurse at that time and you just can't take it okay So let's, we'll start with that one. And you don't have to start with saying no, because saying no is really hard. So let's work up to saying no. So what you could say is, okay, we're going to sit down and we're going to nurse for the ABCs or twinkle, twinkle, little star or whatever. And then we're going to cuddle. Mm -hmm. And so, so, you know, whatever do what you do let your child on nurse them sing the abcs sing twinkle twinkle little star whatever and then say you know okay it's time to stop we're gonna cuddle now and you can bring like a little book or a little something to kind of help transition the attention um or a snack we've talked about that before too like bringing a little snack into it yeah then you could sit there okay we're done and now we're gonna you know yeah have have this special snack or something yeah yeah and so that's yeah that's just just and then that that's it and then your child might not let go (laughs) you know it's this is a work in progress like i said it was really really chaotic in my house for a long time not a long time but you know it, it went on for a few months where it was pretty chaotic um and so they might not let go the first time they might think well she's just kidding or i don't really know or i don't you know they might just be like i don't really know what she means 
And so you got to gotta kind of work up to that, you know, if you can, you know, say, okay, we're stopping now. And, you know, you know, there got to, you know, there were times where I would say, okay, we're stopping now. And I would literally stick my finger in and I would break the latch. You know, I said, it's time to stop and we're stopping. And and I would just take my boob out. Don't just pull your boob out. You know, no, that was going to hurt you because they've got, yeah, just stick your finger in. It'll pop open and then you can take it out. Uh, so yeah, that's a good place to start. And you can take that theory, that little idea, and then you can start to apply that to other nursing sessions during the day. When my six-year-old was only nursing to sleep at night, I got to the point where I could do that with that one nursing session. So I was literally nursing him for like a year. For the, you know, for about two minutes at night to sleep. And he was fine with it. You know, because we, because we, by that time he was old enough to really get it. And, and he had, you know, he knew that there were limits to this. But it, it kind of gets to be a routine though for a while. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You'll get, yeah. It won't, this chaos that's going to happen is not going to last forever. As you I, I introduce this idea of boundaries, like it, things are just going to go, you know whatever the shit's gonna hit the fan that's what's gonna happen but that won't last forever and then you can easily not i mean you can more easily introduce more boundaries so you're going to then after you have working on that with that one nursing session in the afternoon then you can apply it to like you know start applying it to another one and then another one and you know then pretty soon like throughout the day again leave those nighttime ones alone for now and you can um start to apply that to all of them and then you might find that some of those a couple of those nursing sessions throughout the afternoon disappear Mm -hmm. you know so then you're kind of cutting down the amount of times that you're nursing during the day which is going to you know help and another thing that really helps if you're trying to then you know get rid of completely some of these nursing sessions is to move a lot which sucks because it's already maybe you just had maybe you're doing this because you've had a baby or, you know, a lot of times that's what's happening is that you had another baby and you're like, oh, God, I need boundaries. So it's really hard now that you have another child to, like, get outside all the time. But getting up outside, go somewhere, do something, you know, involve your partner. OK, partner, I need you to take, you know, Sally to the park for a couple hours, you know, keep it moving Change your environment. If you have a place, a cozy place that you like to breastfeed, destroy it. Burn it. <laughs> just light it on fire and it let it go. It never existed. It never no, existed. yeah. Just remove it. You know, re- move the chair somewhere else. Take all the stuff off of it. You know, if if you have a new child and, you, and you're nursing that child too, just make a new station somewhere else. Um and just kind of take the association away. Because whenever you sit down in that spot, they're going to remember. They're going to remember. Like Exley still. he, And he's still hanging on. I, whenever I think he's, you know, done, then he's like asking for it again. <laughs> and we have a new baby in our building that's Aww. nursing all the time. So he was like yesterday, we were, I, was, I was sitting outside with her and the baby was nursing. And he's like pulling on my shirt. And he's like, this, this. And I'm like, Really? okay and then he like nursed for longer than he ever has just because the baby was nursing oh yeah um 
but anyway, um, you know, the, they, they just get reminded of, of breastfeeding whenever there's association. Like whenever I sit down with Exley on my lap, he just turns and looks at my boobs. Like, it's just like, uh, you know, like he just associates sitting on my lap with breastfeeding, which mm-hmm. is totally normal. Um, so I just try not to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, like, I think a couple of things, too, that I definitely want to add mm-hmm. in, because um, a lot of people will ask me about this. I get a lot of questions about weaning or people w- that'll say, just like you said, I don't really want to wean, but I do want to cut back a little or I want to, you know, whatever. Um, and a lot of moms will ask me, will this impact my supply for the other feedings? Oh, yeah. You know, they'll ask oh, about yeah. that. Or if, I, if I'm if i used to feeding my baby for 15 minutes, or if the baby's usually on the breast for 10, 15 minutes, and all of a sudden I'm only doing the ABCs, is that going to make me feel full and comfortable and get plugged ducks and all this mm-hmm. other stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I hear good that question. a lot, too. That's a really good question. Um, but your body is going to adapt to it. You're really going to adapt to it. And at this point of the game... I mean, you're, when your child is older like this, I mean, your body is so in tune with everything that's going on that it's not going to just like wipe everything out just because you shorten two feedings. Like, that's no, not and you, no, not at all. No, yeah, especially like that would maybe happen if you had a, a, like, a young baby, but you wouldn't do that to a young no, baby. No, you wouldn't do it to you. But your baby. milk is like, yeah, your, your, your toddler's eating solid food, like that your body's like got, as much milk in it as they're drinking, which is like not even close to the amount that you had early on. Right. It does. It's going to do whatever you tell it to do. Once your supply is this established, it's just going to do whatever you tell your body you need it to do. And if you tell yeah. your body, I need milk for one time a day, that's what's going to happen. If your baby randomly wants to jump on your lap in the middle of sitting outside with a neighbor, the milk is going to come down because that's what happens. You're telling your body you need it. So it's just just the way it is it's pretty amazing really if you think about it yeah it is and, and you have and if you do have a new baby if this is the reason that you're setting boundaries it might not be but if you do have a new baby your baby's drinking all that milk too mm-hmm. you know right. so they're they're establishing their own you know they're really establishing that milk supply absolutely and your toddler's not stealing any of it no. it's not there's enough to go around don't let anybody tell you that that's gonna happen <laughs> yeah no that's crap but tune if you don't know about that tune into our previous episodes about tandem nursing oh yes totally but so um, boundaries it is really hard and the other thing is too that like you have to be consistent you really do you do you have to be consistent that's another thing yeah because that was that was one of the things i was really struggling with was like he was having a meltdown it was a tantruming and just like you know especially like around nighttime and when i'm trying to nurse the baby to sleep and i'm asking him to wait and oh my god um yeah. <laughs> but you have to, and the, the first, and I, I think that you were probably about to say this because my mind was going in the same place. If your child is crying. The first thing you want to do is put them on the boob because that's comforting. And you can't. Like, that's the one thing you can't yeah, do. And because then we, that, now you're setting yourself back weeks of boundaries. Yeah. You know? And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, I, I mean, I got, you know, I even had like conflict with my partner over this where I would just couldn't take it anymore. And I would just nurse him. And then Josh is like, oh, my God, you know, like you just like ruined everything we were just doing, which is true. And I screwed up. You know, you're going to screw this up and it's not going to be smooth and it's not going to be any of that. And it's OK. Just keep going. When you screw up, just pick it all up and keep going. I mean, it's it's OK. It really is. But it yeah. And, the, you know, it's hard. other like, yeah, it is. It's really hard. 
And there's other, you know, the one thing that helps is just kind of like try to, you know, everything's all, you know, everything's always changing, but this is a part place in your relationship with your toddler that you might want to start initiating some of the changes, you know, where you're going to, one of the things that we you know, we Diane mentioned before about like, you know, snacks, start, go to the store and start introducing new snacks and new foods, things that you've never tried, things that you might say, I don't really want to feed this to my child. <laughs> You know, just do it. It's fine. It's nothing like really put into perspective. Like your child's going to be fine. You know, people say, I can't, you know, oh, but I can't, it's sugary, you know, like, yes, you know, sugar is not good for your body, but like allowing your child to have like a few of those, you know, what worked for us a lot was those little, um, they're kind of like gummy bears, but they're Annie's. So they don't use the food coloring. They're like bunnies. They're good. The little, you know, we call them mushy things in our house, (laughs) but they're like Annie's, uh, fruit snack things. Yeah. They're organic. they were, yeah, they were really popular and it worked to kind of like, I mean, seriously, introduce that to your child and there you go with like a couple of nursing sessions in the afternoon. Bam, gone. Because they're going to love those things. Yeah. And it's-, it's fine. It's fine. Your child is not going to develop diabetes or <laughs> cancer in childhood and, you know, childhood cancer because you introduce some fruit snacks. That's just not how it works. I had a family one time and this is like you know, kind of reward system type thing, but they were doing it for another reason. They were trying to get their toddler to stay in bed all night, to stay in their own bed all night. Mm-hmm. And um, they did something like, if you stay in your bed for five nights in a row, you can, we can have a nighttime movie in mommy's bed. You get to pick the movie and we'll do popcorn, like that kind of thing. So it's like, you can do reward systems too. If you don't want to do the food piece of it, if you don't want to do, you know, like a, a fun snack, you can do something else. Like there's so many things that you can do to make this something that your child is okay with. Mm-hmm. Or maybe mm-hmm. you can let them pick what they want because then if they have some buy-in, that's kind of, you know, that's good. Right. And if they're, you know, they're, and there are, so, they, they are so young, you know, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that they just don't understand. What they do understand is that you're always there mm-hmm. and that you're always talking to them and that you're always, you know, mommy's here, you know, let's snuggle. Let's, you know, the fact that you're constantly, constantly there and you're constantly being a positive reinforcement, you're constantly being a positive presence, you're you know, you're being emotionally supportive and you're validating their feelings. Do that too. Constantly, constantly say, you know, I know it's hard. You know, I know you're upset. I could see that you're upset. You know, validate their feelings because their feelings are true and they're valid. And so you got to hand it to them. This is hard for them. It's hard for you. You know, be there and let them know that. And, And you can say, there's like a lot of things that you can do too. You can, you can, you know, First of all, get get your partner involved. Get them involved with doing lots of things and explaining, you know, your feeling like this worked with me, you know, with um with with my son, I would say I would just explain to him. I'd be honest. You know, you're getting bigger. It's it gets it's uncomfortable for mommy to nurse you for a long time. You know, so let's just do the ABCs. You know, and you say these things over and over and over again in very simple, short sentences, say them over and over and over again, and they will understand. They can understand that. They can understand oh, it hurts mommy or it makes me uncomfortable or just for, you know, just a little bit. They understand these things. And, you know, eventually you are going to have to uh, say no. Mm-hmm. You are going to have to say, 
the ever dreaded no. Oh, and the other thing that I was going to say that that um, that worked as well uh, was, you know, especially if you have a new baby. Because then the baby's nursing all the time and the toddler is like, what the hell, man? Like, yeah. I used to do that all the time. And like now the baby's doing it all the time. And again, they kids understand. They understand things. And you say to them, you know, this, you know, the baby can only have breast milk. That's all this baby is allowed to eat. They can't eat anything else. You can eat, you know, hot dogs and hamburgers and all these fun, you know, you get to have all these fun foods. They don't get to have that. And, you know, make it kind of seem like they're winning out in this situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they can't, you know, they can't go to the park with daddy. They have to just sit here the whole day, you know, that, you know, kind of just try to put it, try to frame it. Less like, you know, they're losing something right. than like, you know, they're gaining some new, all these new things. I do think, I think it's really important when you said, you know, the cuddling and everything, like, cause that's when you get to have it, when you're to the point where you have a toddler that's nursing, I mean, they're not starving. Like if they are crying to nurse, chances are they're not starving. Like it, it's no, more of, you know, like, and a lot of people will relate that because they have those thoughts about when their baby was younger and oh my gosh he's asking for it he must really be hungry but at that age that's not what's going on so a lot of it is the comfort the cuddling the snuggling like all of that nurturing so that still needs to be so much a part of your day yeah don't take it away just replace it yeah try to replace that because if you really think about it think about even if it's just five or ten minutes every four or five hours they're getting that snuggle cuddle like that is not something that they would normally get when they're on the run playing and doing all this stuff. Like that is a very intimate time and that's important. So they need to still have that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you can do that with the cuddling and the, you know, try to introduce different things. Like if you have a, if you have a a toddler carrier or even an, you know, even like a regular carrier works with lots of toddlers, um, you know, say, oh, wait, maybe we can do five minutes in the carrier or, you know, I'll, I'll rock you or I'll swing you or, you know, have lots of this like connective one-on-one attention and time. Mm-hmm. We'll meet that need too. Especially if there's another baby in the mix. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, you important. have to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And think about, you know, think about the way that you can just kind of mix things up. I mean, we went to like Michael's and got different, like you know, art supplies or we created a, um, a dry open in the kitchen. So we got like a huge plastic container, filled it with oat, like dry oats and just like put little like spoons and forks and little tiny trucks in there Oh, fun. and let them play with that. Yeah. And there's all kinds of things that, that, you know, you can, I mean, if you have a new baby, it's hard to like get super involved in, in things like that. But the, you know, the dry open doesn't require like a ton of, um, you know, adult supervision. Right. You know, like get them, you know, some things that they can, some new things, like, you know, some new kind of things for them. If you've never done the homemade Play-Doh, mm-hmm. that's a great time to, that's to do fun. stuff like that. Yes. Right. And so- they may have moon sand and yeah. they have all kinds of stuff like that. You can put all kinds of stuff together. We <laughs> actually lately has just been <sighs> very difficult. <laughs> And so I've gotten to the point now where I just stand him at the counter and I hand him the flour, 
the baking soda, the vegetable oil, like, and he just mixes stuff together. <sighs> he just makes like this gigantic like cement ball of whatever, <laughs> you know, and he's happy. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So you could do it. I mean, for, you know, and, you know, expect, you know, that it's going to feel kind of scary and really vulnerable because things are changing. Again, especially if you have a new baby. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a new baby still, this is like a time where your relationship is going to be changing. And it's okay to have all the feels. Feel all the feels. It's okay. Not It's nothing, you know, nothing. You're not going crazy. Nothing's bad is happening to you. It's totally normal to have, you know, those extreme feelings um, when your breastfeeding relationship is changing with your child. Yeah, change is hard. Overall, it's hard. Yeah. And you worked, like Abby was saying in the beginning, you worked really hard to get to a certain point with this breastfeeding relationship. And then all of a sudden now it's we, it's changing. And that's a hard thing. So. Yeah, it is. But if you have problems or even if you just need a cheerleader to be like, you're doing good, you can always email us. You can email us and be like, I just started doing this. It really sucks. Mm-hmm. What do I do now? You know, and we'll, you know, we'll talk you off the ledge. But it yeah. is definitely, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard. But it's really hard. And I, I would say, yeah, it went through. I mean, my I would say my second son was probably about five months old before we really, really felt like the chaos was totally behind us. I mean, not totally behind us, but that initial transition, you know, so that's, that's a why, you know, it, yeah. it seems like a long, it is a long time, but it's also, it's also a, a chunk of time that you can get through, you, can get you know, through. you can get through it and not every single moment is, you know, going to be awful. Cause you know, you're going to be, you're going to find that there's lots of stuff that they're going to really like, mm-hmm. you know, along this journey of all these, you know, of this new, of these new things. Yeah, and that's kind of a fun way to look at it. Like you're you're creating a new relationship. You're creating, mm-hmm. you know, one where you're interacting with each other, you're reasoning with each other, you're doing new things together. It's just a different phase of your relationship. Yep. So yeah. Kind of cool. You can do it. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. And everyone is going to benefit, you know, your breastfeeding relationship is going to continue and that's what you're really, that's what your goal is. And so that's going to happen. And then these boundaries, you know, really they're going to learn so much about boundaries during this whole, which is going to benefit you and them really Mm -hmm. forever. Yeah. It'll be easier. Perfect. Yep. I think we did it. I think we did do it. (laughs) So now everybody else go out there and do it. Yeah. And practice, practice on your partner, you know, whatever. Just set those boundaries. Yeah. But if you need anything, just let us know. You can always email us. Reach out. Yep. We'll, we're here for you. Yes, we are here for you. No, we're like Oprah. But <laughs> I totally feel like we're, like, we're here for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but tune in next week, and we're going to talk about introducing bottles. Hmm. Interesting. Or how to get a baby to take a bottle. I think yeah, that's more yeah, of what sweet. we're doing, right? Like, right. Yes. How to get the baby to take a bottle when the baby when the baby is like, I don't want that bottle. I don't want anything to do with that bottle. So, tune in, and that'll yeah, we'll have a good time with that one, especially if you've had trouble with that, or if you've yeah. sometimes I'll have people that are like, oh, my first child never took a bottle. So, tune in. You'll love it. Yeah. And bye. Bye. <laughs>